What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to episode 1905 of EO Fire where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you are ready to accomplish that one big goal, visit thefreedomjournal.com so that you can accomplish that goal in 100 days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Phil Singleton. Phil, are you prepared to ignite? I am so fired up. Yes! <laughs> Phil is a web designer, SEO expert, and co-author of the bestseller book, SEO for Growth, which is listed as a top marketing book by Forbes, Mashable, Oracle, and Small Business Trends. Phil, take a minute and fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, well, I took a really unconventional path into digital marketing. Um, I'm really an outsider. I went to school for finance, ended up getting a D in computer science, rolled out of school, got a job in the exciting field of insurance. Um, but I was there for like three or four years to where I was like, you talk about path a lot, I know, on your your podcast. Yeah. I, I felt for a while I was getting pulled down somebody else's path. Um, and I think it gets harder and harder to pull yourself out of that sometimes. And that's how I felt. So I took the drastic move. Of I felt changing my destiny, packing up my bags and moving to Asia. Of course, at that time, my family thought I was completely nuts, um, but I did it. and It was a great adventure. Moved out there. And actually, it was the start of a 10-year a, a stint that put me on the path uh, where I am today. I went back and I ended up getting, going to grad school um, back in the States, then went back to Taiwan, um, stayed in Taipei, actually. And had a job with um, kind of like a venture capital type business development company in um, in Taiwan during the uh, dot com era. So it was really awesome to be able to be a Chinese speaking Westerner out there, open some doors, help uh, North American companies raise money out there. But at the end of it, you know, the um, the dot com <laughs> era kind of ended overnight. And what happened to me at, at, at one point was I had this software company that literally kind of just fell into my lap. I knew nothing about software. This guy got a D in computer science. Um, kind of a finance guy. It was kind of a fight or flight moment where I was like, do I take a hold of this opportunity or tell these guys I'm not really ready for it? Um, but I went ahead and did it. So I had this company, 25 employees kind of fall into my lap. I had investors and all this kind of stuff. But it was at that moment, I think, and this is still going back about 15, 17 years ago, really opened my eyes to Google and the power that they have. And still to this day, it's probably even more so over the purchase process because we were selling consumer software, right? And most of our sales were coming from online and most of that was coming from affiliate marketers. So it really opened my eyes up to see like our top affiliate guys out there going back 15 you know, years ago or so, we're getting like 50% of this consumer software sales. And here I am running a company with 25 employees, got investors. We were given the big affiliates, like 50% of the sale, our 50% basically got whittled down to nothing. And here I was like really you know, an eye-opening moment where I was like, wow, let's get on the other side of the equation because um, that's kind of where, because these guys who were running the sites were, um, you know, they were probably working like an hour a day and we we're grinding to it just to get, you know, a little five or 10% piece of that transaction, you know, when all was said and done. So that was really kind of opened my eyes to Google. Uh, we ended up selling that uh, operation, which was a nice payday, but it wasn't like, let's retire and that's you know, what I'm going you know, to do for the next 40 years type of thing. Move back to the States. And I literally started, um, had no business doing so. I literally did like a barter deal and, and rolled up my sleeves and learned how to do Microsoft's front page and did a, um, a simple little website uh, for a, uh, an auto detailer in here in Kansas City where I am right now. And I basically kind of snowballed that into a seven-digit agency um, that's opened a lot of doors written a couple of different books and got me a chance to partner with John Jantz and wrote a best-selling book with him. That's how I got here today. 
Fire Nation, sometimes you have to make a drastic move in life to get out of a rut. I mean, picture a wheel right now, a wheel that's in this deep, muddy rut. It takes violent aggression to get it out of that rut. But guess what? Once it's out of that rut, it's free. You're free. You're free to roam. And Phil, you made a couple of those violent, aggressive moves in life. I have too. I dropped out of law school, went to India for four months. We have these stories, Fire Nation, because we were going down these paths we didn't want to go down. We looked in the mirror and said, who are we? And we're going down these paths. I didn't feel or look like a lawyer. You know, Phil didn't feel or look like an insurance agent. It's not what he wanted to be. We ripped ourselves out of the life, and it wasn't easy, and it wasn't always fun, but it, it was the right move, and it's the right move for you, too. Phil, let's talk about your area of expertise. What's your genius? What's your zone of fire today? I think by definition, I'm probably, you know, a web designer. But to me, you know, web, I look at things even from my finance background as return on investment. So in order to succeed and get that Internet visibility that drives leads, um, you have to, you know, the website's kind of the source of it all. And um, I think our area of expertise is going to be helping people take maybe a digital brochure style website and figure out how to convert that into a lead generating website and a marketing platform. What's something about that genius that you've acquired, your zone of fire, that we don't know as entrepreneurs, but Phil, we should know? I think there's a couple different things. I'm going to give you an example of it. But one of the things I've been showing entrepreneurs and business owners as they come into our office is I show people the world's, or at least the United States, most valuable companies by market capitalization today. And I basically pull this up every day like I did today. And if you look at it, the most valuable companies um, on the public exchanges today are this in this order. It's Apple, Google, Microsoft, Facebook, and Amazon.com. And take a moment to think about that and what that represents. It's not Exxon. It's not some blue chip. It's not GE. These are all the technologies that power the Internet, right? It's the infrastructure. It's the servers. It's the things that we use to search. And and really, if we as and this is Wall Street, right, screaming at you saying this is where all the action is. And I think for us as entrepreneurs and business owners, we really need to use that as a wake up call to be like, look, if we want to play in that this space, the website and your website is your way to get involved in the action. And that's one of the things we use to kind of wake people up because you get a lot of people these days. It doesn't matter if they're new business and entrepreneur and older business. Um, everybody's trying to struggle for that lead generation, get to the next piece and try how to get their idea out there and monetize it. Um, but really, for a lot of folks, it comes back to the website. And I think people just they take it for granted. And you know, we're all still brainwashed to some degrees because some people think you know, think of websites as sites on the Web. Well, they're not really like that anymore. They should be marketing platforms. They should be the referral source for all your best content. Right. They should be a publishing platform for you to um, differentiate, uh, differentiate yourself as an authority. So that's the one thing I think I still try and hammer into people. I think people take this for granted. But when you show them a couple things like this, the light bulb goes up and it's like light bulb goes on and it should be like, OK, let's focus a little bit more on the website and figure out how to tie all these pieces together so we can you know, grow our businesses and, and get our ideas out there. Wake up, Fire Nation. Opportunity is literally screaming at you. Just listen. Just listen. So, Phil, you haven't always been a genius in all of these things. You haven't always been crushing it in the areas you're currently crushing it in. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us there, Phil. Tell us that story. 
You know, it's really strange because I've never really been one of these guys, at least later in life, that that will take a failure and then stew on it. I just don't think there's enough time for that kind of stuff. But I will share with you one that really got to me deeply. And it's really kind of a strange story. I had, you know, you get into these entrepreneurial um journeys and you've got you get some level of success you're always kind of looking for some other side hustle opportunities pop up all over the place well i'm no different and i had one um several years back where i had a great idea i had the funding for it and i went to i thought was going to be a really good technology partner for it and i went with money to pay these guys because i thought they're really good and i pitched them and they basically said no um to the idea so that was really really hit hard. And I think it hit really hard because I was like, wait a minute, I'm actually trying to pay you guys to help me, you know, um, execute this idea that I have. And, and, you know, to me, it was like, gosh, they think this idea is so bad. They don't even want to get involved with it at all. Um, really kind of hit me pretty hard. Right. So, and I think what ends up the lesson that I learned in that was again, it just kind of reinforces, we all kind of have these kind of setbacks, but you can't, stew on things. You got to use that kind of stuff to um, leverage yourself into some kind of positive and move forward. But I think everybody at some point or uh, another is going to get that experience. It comes out of nowhere. And I mean, with a guy like myself, who's like, I'm so accustomed to failing and understanding that failure is part of a success. Every once in a while, something kind of comes out of nowhere and you still have to kind of deal with that and, and move forward. Fire Nation, every single situation is an opportunity. The question is, how are you going to react to it? It might be a bad opportunity. It might be a good opportunity. It might be somewhere in the middle, but it's an opportunity. Evaluate it, identify it, say, you know, I am in control of my reaction to this opportunity. And just remember, every single time you go through that, the opportunities are going to be there. And it's your decision, your choice, whether to drive forward or not. Now, Phil, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story? You go through life, and I think I really kind of differentiate people as either victim or victor. So if you get something and you stew on it and just don't and let it pull you down, um, you're never going to reach your full potential. You got to turn that negative into some kind of a positive energy and motivation to move forward because there's just not that much. You know, once you find some things that you love and you you're, get yourself on the right path, um, you can't let other people pull you down. You can't give them power over because they don't really want it or care about it anyway. You just got to use that as a way and try and turn that into motivation. And that's really the lesson that I learned from that from that downer. But is that a choice that we have? Do we choose whether we're a victim or a victor? Can we make that decision? I think to some extent you can because I was. I used to be one of these guys that did, did do on things and was, you know, got really um, kind of let me down and used things like that uh, as an excuse rather than a reason to move forward. So as a reformed a victim, um, <laughs> I certainly think you can do that. And I certainly have. And I found ways to kind of use that, that maybe even some kind of anger um, or a desire to have some kind of revenge and turn that into a positive as a motivator to do something that's positive for me rather than think about that, that situation. I personally 100% believe, Fire Nation, you make that choice. If you are a victim, it's because you're choosing to be a victim. If you're a victor, you're choosing to be a victor. So if you're listening to this podcast, I know what you want to be. You want to be a victor. And guess what? You probably are a victor. That's why you're listening to this. And so congratulations, right choice. But if you're one of the few people listening to this who still plays a victim all the time or even sometimes, stop making that choice. Choose to be a victor. Now, Phil, you've had a lot of great ideas over the years. What's one of the greatest? Take us to an aha moment. Tell us that story. The single greatest thing I think that I've come up with um, was after I left Taiwan, moved back to the States, 
I made this decision, which I really had no business to do because I'm not a graphic designer and I'm not a coder. Um, but I made this decision to do to build a website for a small business, which I had really no business doing. Um, but I stepped out of my comfort zone. I say, I'm going to figure this thing out because this guy really needed help. I mean, he was an auto detailer that was doing these low margin jobs for dealerships when he should have been making $100, $200 a car maybe for the retail um, business. So what I did is I went and said, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to take a chance. And I did. I built him a website. I rolled up my sleeves. I built a one-page ugly website in Microsoft front page. If so, and you know, I'm kind of dating myself with that. <laughs> but um, 60 days later, thereabouts, this business owner calls me back. My first job as a as a web designer that I didn't get paid for, um, just did kind of a barter on. He calls me up, and I could hear his voice trembling, and he was basically crying, telling me, Phil, I don't know what you've done, but you've changed my business, and you've changed my life. So... That moment in time, um, it was the most rewarding career, you know, professional experience that I'd ever have. So I was like, holy cow, I've grown up. I'm in my 30s, right? So I'm already past I'm th- then. I'm in my 40s now. Um, I felt like I've finally grown up. I know what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is it. This is my path. Um, but on the other hand, I was like, oh, my gosh, um, I changed this guy's business and I changed his life. I can make some really good money off of this. So that idea of, you know, Going out, and I think this happens, I think, all entrepreneurs, right? No, there's nothing, nothing ever really kind of falls in your lap as an opportunity. You got to almost always reach out of your comfort zone and take a chance on something, a new idea, a new something, and do something that you're not comfortable with. And I certainly did in that point. So I made a promise I didn't know I was going to be able to fulfill. I did, and it's rolled into the career of a lifetime for me. I went from a job that I went nine to five. I was miserable and watching the clock in the early, in my early days. And now I wake up and I work from five to nine because I love what I do. I love what I do. I wake up, you know, you wake up, can't wait to do this. And that's just kind of, and it all happened. The guy that, you know, my wife, Phil went to, uh, got a D in computer science and, and science, right? While Phil's wild ride through Asia does a Microsoft front page website and then now rolls it into an agency and is writing books and whatnot. So that was my aha moment um, was was listening to that and having that happen and having that kind of an impact on a small business. Fire Nation, I hope you're recognizing that all of the magic, I mean all, every single bit of magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So as much as you want to stay in your comfort zone, get under those covers in bed where it's nice and warm and cozy and nothing can happen to you. It's okay. Just no magic's happening there. The magic's outside of the comfort zone. When you're making mistakes, when you're doing podcasts that are horrible, which were my first couple hundred episodes, like I was uncomfortable. I was outside of my comfort zone. Phil making a website out of his comfort zone. But guess what? That's where the magic happens. So make it happen. Phil, today, right now, what are you most fired up about? Honestly, it's it's really funny because you do all these things and every once in a while, every year or two or whatever, something comes up and you're just like, holy cow, how did I miss this? Um, I've been doing and making money a good living off of web design and um, search engine optimization, internet marketing for 12 years. I started getting into this podcast guesting the last couple months. And in the 12 years I've been doing this, it's the most powerful SEO tactic and I think content marketing that I've ever experienced. So the last three or four months I've been in, I was like, holy cow, there's so many. And everybody thinks about podcasts, I think, in these one-dimensional or two-dimensional things in terms of getting on. But there's so many things you can do, especially if you tweak the strategy a little bit. You can wring out so many more SEO points and get much, so much more value at it that it's um, it's really changed my – turned into a side hustle. John and I have um, – John and I have started uh, our own podcast booking agency called podcastbookers.com, and I'm full-fledged into this. But I want to take you a step back. Before you even get into that podcast guesting piece, one of the things that we're doing, and this is, I think, my biggest value bomb that I'll be able to drop because this has kind of changed my business the last year is – 
you know, having a website, like we talked about at the beginning, is super important. Having that be a referral source and a place where you store your body of work so that you can establish your authority is the key to digital marketing. Well, blogging is a huge part of this, right? And um, because even in your podcast, a lot of that still materializes as a blog post through show notes oh, yeah. on your website, right? So, I mean, you've got a, you've already kind of your whole system set up this way. But one of the things we've been doing for ourselves, for our own agency, for a lot of clients is we tell people blogging is really important. But the way to do blogging is to think in terms of having an SEO mindset and a Google mindset. And that is trying to get five or 10 X out of the things you're trying to do instead of one or two. And the way we do that is we say, OK, blogging is really important. Sure, we get that. But what we want to do is try and develop our blogging strategy in terms of a series or a table of contents. OK, we study what we want to write on. We write up 10 or 15 blog posts that are independent, standalone blog posts that then get published and distributed to social media so people come back to the website. At the end of that 10 or 15-week period, we now have a book that we can stitch together, drop back to the website, and have a great call to action to build our website list and draw people back to Facebook, you know, uh, pixel them into an AdWords remarket targeting them. Then we take that same ebook, we spin that up into a Kindle and we make our clients a published <laughs> author on Amazon. Wow. Okay. Now we've got a publishable piece of content that's launchable that we can then do press releases on. And then guess what? Use it for podcast guesting campaigns. Boom. So you do this one thing where, you know, you tell people to blog and they do these one dimensional blogs. We don't have this strategy laid out, which doesn't take that much more time. Right. You've all of a sudden got all these cascade of win wins now that you just if you would have thought about it ahead of time and maybe optimized for it. Now you've got all this thing that could actually be a whole year long campaign that not only brings lots of social value, lots of credibility, helps build authority, generates SEO signals. Um, but you do it that way. Now, all of a sudden, you've got this one thing that can take you and help you maybe start to accumulate some of your own influence. G O L D. Gold, gold, gold. Now, Phil. I am going to put you on the spot here, and I only want you to give one single answer. What has been a podcast that you've been on that has moved the needle the most for you? My goodness. I didn't say it was going to be easy. Literally saying these podcasts, guessing, I know that I've gotten, in the last three months, I've at least at $100,000 in new business. Don't probably cheat. Close. Do not cheat and say two. Probably, cl I swear to you. I know people always lie about money, but I'm serious. It's at least a hundred, probably closer to two. But I know I could. I would swear on a stack of Bibles that it's at least a hundred. Oh, I believe you on the dollar amount. I just want the podcast name, and I don't want two I names. I, don't, I just want one. I'm trying to actually remember where these. You're on the clock. Came you're, from. you're on the clock, Phil. Tick, I I, tick, I can't tick. really remember where the referrals. You have to I say one. Say, I'm gonna say that I get a lot of hits off of Experts on a While by Dan Sure. There it is. That was an answer. Fire Nation value bombs have been dropped. More coming in the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, blackish, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook funnels for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you stick this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the fitness funnel that got a single location over 500 new members before they even opened their doors to the public, the real estate funnel, which 
generated 93 buyer leads, dozens of private showings, and 300 open house attendees for two open house dates. The campaign that brought a chiropractor 34 new patients in two months and tripled his investment and 17 other funnels in different niches that he and his clients spent millions of dollars testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billy Jean up on his generous offer. Whether you're a solopreneur, have a small team, or are a 50-plus person company, IT security should be top of mind, especially if you travel for work a lot like I do. Did you know that with HP PCs, you're already one step ahead of hackers and unauthorized users? HP PCs are designed to safeguard devices, data, and identity, and that's a lot of peace of mind. Take their ZBook 17 G4 mobile workstation, for example. It's powered by Intel's 7th Gen Core i5 processor, a portable powerhouse designed for the road, and it's made for creative professionals with demanding projects. Don't compromise your work while traveling. For a limited time only, save 35% on HP's ZBook 17 G4 mobile workstation and other select best-selling business PCs with Intel Core processors. Visit www.hp.com slash onfire and enter code onfire at checkout. Plus, you'll get free shipping and returns available year-round along with customer support directly from the experts. That's right, free shipping and returns available year-round along with Customer support directly from the experts. Offer available while supplies last. Phil, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Roast rocket. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Everybody, I think in some distance, maybe not everybody, but I certainly wanted to be an entrepreneur from, from very early on in my professional career. I think the problem that I, know, that I noticed was when you want to be an entrepreneur so bad, I think you people think, at least I did in terms of trying to invent a solution to something that doesn't exist versus identifying a problem. And it's like my example of doing this one website. I saw the guy needed help. I saw, I knew that there was um, an opportunity to get lots of leads off of, of Google. And I I became the vehicle to help him get more business. So once I saw the problem, I was like, geez, here's a solution for it versus in the past. I think a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs so bad that they um, they're, they're so they're trying to create something out of thin air versus looking for all the problems that are around us all the time. What is the best advice you've ever received? One guy early in my, my first job, I think I was 16, told me, hey, Phil, anyone can be a jerk, but it takes effort to be a nice guy. And I believe that's true. I think all of us can you know, treat people mean, be trolls or whatever, but it really takes effort to, to hold self-restraint and, uh, again, move on. Be a, be a victor, not a victim. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Waking up early. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm very productive. I feel like I get a full day's worth of work before 9 a.m. than most people, you know, do an entire day. Don't you love my quote that we get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day? Love it. Stole it. Recommend. <laughs> give me give me credit twice, Phil, and then it's yours forever. There it is. Recommends one internet resource. I send a lot of people to this one blog post on bloggerlocal.com that lists out a list of folks um, that help you write writing resources because I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, as busy business people need to have um, some person to help us write and blog. I said blogging was the cornerstone, but most of us aren't writers, so we can come up with the ideas. But to have somebody on your side is um, that can help you write stuff up so you can edit and publish is super important. So bloggerlocal.com has got this post. It's got like 10 or 15 great writing resources. But if you really want the one that's my favorite, the content company, getawesomecontent.com is the one that's basically helped me the most. (laughs) 
So, Phil, to join on our books, bookshelves, your book, SEO for Growth, recommends one book and share why. Millionaire Next Door. I think uh, once I read that early on in life, it showed me that real entrepreneurs or I consider real entrepreneurs are great savers and investors. And the high consumption people that are spending a lot on the bling generally have empty bank accounts. So um, that was a, a very influential book for me. Fire Nation, if you're not already an Audible member, then you can get that book for free at eofirebook.com. Phil, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I'm going to go back to the beginning. Please take a close look at your website, look at it with fresh eyes, and think of it as a marketing platform and a publishing, a place to publish, because that's what we got to be now to, uh, to succeed in this digital economy. To connect with me, connect with me at kcwebdesigner.com. That's the little website that started it all. I've got also got a gift at kcseopro.com forward slash fire, where we're going to give away um, 10% um, coupon to podcastbookers.com. kcseopro.com. Boom. kcseopro.com forward slash fire. 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 Got, a, got an ebook there. I'm also giving away $1,000. Just to your listeners. What? I'm going to give yeah, 20 books. Each book's going to have a $50 gift card to Amazon on it oh. for the first 20 people that sign up. Boom. Fire. That is fire. <laughs> how, do people, <laughs> how do people qualify for that? They're just going to come up, sign up. The first 20 people that sign up are going to get that book. And it, it, I've got some conditions on there like continental U.S. and that kind of stuff. Totally. Go to the page. And- Go check it out, Fire Nation. I'm telling you, I, I'm tempted, but I'm not going to take up one of those spots. Um, so it's <laughs> all you, Fire Nation. You got this. All 20 are yours. Get over there. Get a $50 Amazon certificate. Make it happen. Make it happen. That's uh, that's what you get for listening to the ends of these amazing episodes. And you, Fire Nation, are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with P.S. and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Phil, P-H-I-L, in the search bar. And his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore, links to everything we've talked about. And Phil, just one more time, because I don't want Fire Nation to freak out. I want them to get that complete URL clear from you on where they can go to take action on today's content. Well, you check me out at kcwebdesigner.com. That's still K Kansas City. But the gift is hidden away at KC, that's Kansas City, kcseopro.com forward slash fire. And go fast because it's going to go fast. I'm sure it <laughs> it's will. It's going fast. <laughs> Phil, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. You guys are awesome. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Phil today. And uh, from accomplishing goals to launching podcasts to creating funnels and webinars that actually convert, I have four free courses awaiting you at eofire.com. I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Don't compromise your work while traveling. For a limited time only, save 35% on HP's ZBook 17 G4 mobile workstation and other select best-selling business PCs with Intel Core processors. Visit www.hp.com slash onfire and enter code onfire at checkout. Plus, you'll get free shipping and returns available year-round along with customer support directly from the experts. That's right, free shipping and returns available year-round along with customer support directly from the experts. Offer available while supplies last. 
Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, blackish, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook funnels for free. You just cover the shipping. Copyourads.com.